Section three of the Kerner Commission Report. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. This recording by Michelle Fry, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, in December 2019. Report of the National Advisory Commission on Civil Disorders, the Kerner Commission Report. Section three, summary, part three part three what can be done chapter ten the community response our investigation of the nineteen sixty seven riot cities establishes that virtually every major episode of violence was foreshadowed by an accumulation of unresolved grievances and by widespread dissatisfaction among negroes with the unwillingness or the inability of local government to respond overcoming these conditions is essential for community support of law enforcement and civil order city governments need new and more vital channels of communication to the residents of the ghetto they need to improve their capacity to respond effectively to community needs before they become community grievances and they need to provide opportunity for meaningful involvement of ghetto residents in shaping policies and programs which affect the community the commission recommends that local governments point develop neighborhood action task forces as joint community government efforts through which more effective communication can be achieved and the delivery of city services to ghetto residents improved point establish comprehensive grievance response mechanisms in order to bring all public agencies under public scrutiny point bring the institutions of local government closer to the people they serve by establishing neighborhood outlets for local state and federal administrative and public service agencies point expand opportunities for ghetto residents to participate in the formulation of public policy and the implementation of programs affecting them through improved political representation creation of institutional channels for community action expansion of legal services and legislative hearings on ghetto problems in this effort city governments will require state and federal support the commission recommends point state and federal financial assistance for mayors and city councils to support the research consultants staff and other resources needed to respond effectively to federal program initiatives point state cooperation in providing municipalities with the jurisdictional tools needed to deal with their problems a fuller measure of financial aid to urban areas and the focusing of the interests of suburban communities on the physical social and cultural environment of the central city chapter eleven police and the community the abrasive relationship between the police and the minority communities has been a major and explosive source of grievance tension and disorder the blame must be shared by the total society the police are faced with demands for increased protection and service in the ghetto yet the aggressive patrol practices thought necessary to meet these demands themselves create tension and hostility the resulting grievances have been further aggravated by the lack of effective mechanisms for handling complaints against the police special programs for bettering police community relations have been instituted but these alone are not enough 
police administrators with the guidance of public officials and the support of the entire community must take vigorous action to improve law enforcement and to decrease the potential for disorder the commission recommends that city government and police authorities point review police operations in the ghetto to ensure proper conduct by police officers and eliminate abrasive practices point provide more adequate police protection to ghetto residents to eliminate their high sense of insecurity and the belief of many negro citizens in the existence of a dual standard of law enforcement point establish fair and effective mechanisms for the redress of grievances against the police and other municipal employees point develop and adopt policy guidelines to assist officers in making critical decisions in areas where police conduct can create tension point develop and use innovative programs to ensure widespread community support for law enforcement point recruit more negroes into the regular police force and review promotion policies to ensure fair promotion for negro officers point establish a community service officer program to attract ghetto youths between the ages of seventeen and twenty-one to police work these junior officers would perform duties in ghetto neighborhoods but would not have full police authority the federal government should provide support equal to ninety per cent of the costs of employing cso's on the basis of one for every ten regular officers chapter twelve control of disorder preserving civil peace is the first responsibility of government unless the rule of law prevails our society will lack not only order but also the environment essential to social and economic progress the maintenance of civil order cannot be left to the police alone the police need guidance as well as support from mayors and other public officials it is the responsibility of public officials to determine proper police policies support adequate police standards for personnel and performance and participate in planning for the control of disorders to maintain control of incidents which could lead to disorders the commission recommends that local officials point assign seasoned well-trained policemen and supervisory officers to patrol ghetto areas and to respond to disturbances point develop plans which will quickly muster maximum police manpower and highly qualified senior commanders at the outbreak of disorders point provide special training in the prevention of disorders and prepare police for riot control and for operation in units with adequate command and control and field communication for proper discipline and effectiveness point develop guidelines governing the use of control equipment and provide alternatives to the use of lethal weapons federal support for research in this area is needed point establish an intelligence system to provide police and other public officials with reliable information that may help to prevent the outbreak of a disorder and to institute effective control measures in the event a riot erupts point develop continuing contacts with ghetto residents to make use of the forces for order which exist within the community point establish machinery for neutralizing rumors and enabling negro leaders and residents to obtain the facts create special rumor details to collect evaluate and dispel rumors that may lead to a civil disorder 
the commission believes that there is a grave danger that some communities may resort to the indiscriminate and excessive use of force the harmful effects of overreaction are incalculable the commission condemns moves to equip police departments with mass destruction weapons such as automatic rifles machine guns and tanks weapons which are designed to destroy not to control have no place in densely populated urban communities the commission recognizes the sound principle of local authority and responsibility in law enforcement but recommends that the federal government share in the financing of programs for improvement of police forces both in their normal law enforcement activities as well as in their response to civil disorders to assist government authorities in planning their response to civil disorder this report contains a supplement on control of disorder it deals with specific problems encountered during riot control operations and includes point assessment of the present capabilities of police national guard and army forces to control major riots and recommendations for improvement point recommended means by which the control operations of those forces may be coordinated with the response of other agencies such as fire departments and with the community at large point recommendations for review and revision of federal state and local laws needed to provide the framework for control efforts and for the call-up and interrelated action of public safety forces chapter thirteen the administration of justice under emergency conditions in many of the cities which experienced disorders last summer there were recurring breakdowns in the mechanisms for processing prosecuting and protecting arrested persons these resulted mainly from long-standing structural deficiencies in criminal court systems and from the failure of communities to anticipate and plan for the emergency demands of civil disorders in part because of this there were few successful prosecutions for serious crimes committed during the riots in those cities where mass arrests occurred many arrestees were deprived of basic legal rights the commission recommends that the cities and states point undertake reform of the lower courts so as to improve the quality of justice rendered under normal conditions point plan comprehensive measures by which the criminal justice system may be supplemented during civil disorders so that its deliberative functions are protected and the quality of justice is maintained such emergency plans require broad community participation and dedicated leadership by the bench and bar they should include point laws sufficient to deter and punish riot conduct point additional judges bail and probation officers and clerical staff point arrangements for volunteer lawyers to help prosecutors and to represent riot defendants at every stage of proceedings point policies to ensure proper and individual bail arraignment pre-trial trial and sentencing proceedings point procedures for processing arrested persons such as summons and release and release on personal recognizance which permit separation of minor offenders from those dangerous to the community in order that serious offenders may be detained and prosecuted effectively point adequate emergency processing and detention facilities chapter fourteen damages repair and compensation the commission recommends that the federal government 
point amend the federal disaster act which now applies only to natural disasters to permit federal emergency food and medical assistance to cities during major civil disorders and provide long-term economic assistance afterwards point with the cooperation of the states create incentives for the private insurance industry to provide more adequate property insurance coverage in inner city areas the commission endorses the report of the national advisory panel on insurance in riot affected areas entitled meeting the insurance crisis of our cities chapter fifteen the news media and the disorders in his charge to the commission the president asked what effect do the mass media have on the riots the commission determined that the answer to the president's question did not lie solely in the performance of the press and broadcasters in reporting the riots our analysis had to consider also the overall treatment by the media of the negro ghettos community relations racial attitudes and poverty day by day and month by month year in and year out a wide range of interviews with government officials law enforcement authorities media personnel and other citizens including ghetto residents as well as quantitative analysis of riot coverage and a special conference with industry representatives leads us to conclude that point despite instances of sensationalism inaccuracy and distortion newspapers radio and television tried on the whole to give a balanced factual account of the nineteen sixty seven disorders point elements of the news media failed to portray accurately the scale and character of the violence that occurred last summer the overall effect was we believe an exaggeration of both mood and event point important segments of the media failed to report adequately on the causes and the consequences of civil disorders and on the underlying problems of race relations they have not communicated to the majority of their audience which is white a sense of the degradation misery and hopelessness of life in the ghetto these failings must be corrected and the improvement must come from within the industry freedom of the press is not the issue any effort to impose governmental restrictions would be inconsistent with fundamental constitutional precepts we have seen evidence that the news media are becoming aware of and concerned about their performance in this field as that concern grows coverage will improve but much more must be done and it must be done soon the commission recommends that the media point expand coverage of the negro community and of race problems through permanent assignment of reporters familiar with urban and racial affairs and through establishment of more and better links with the negro community point integrate negroes and negro activities into all aspects of coverage and content including newspaper articles and television programming the news media must publish newspapers and produce programs that recognize the existence and activities of negroes as a group within the community and as a part of the larger community point recruit more negroes into journalism and broadcasting and promote those who are qualified to positions of significant responsibility recruitment should begin in high schools and continue through college where necessary aid for training should be provided 
point improve coordination with police in reporting riot news through advance planning and cooperate with the police in the designation of police information officers establishment of information centers and development of mutually acceptable guidelines for riot reporting and the conduct of media personnel point accelerate efforts to ensure accurate and responsible reporting of riot and racial news through adoption by all news gathering organizations of stringent internal staff guidelines point cooperate in the establishment of a privately organized and funded institution of urban communications to train and educate journalists in urban affairs recruit and train more negro journalists develop methods for improving police press relations review coverage of riots and racial issues and support continuing research in the urban field chapter sixteen the future of the cities by nineteen eighty five the negro population in central cities is expected to increase by seventy two per cent to approximately twenty point eight million coupled with the continued exodus of white families to the suburbs this growth will produce majority negro populations in many of the nation's largest cities the future of these cities and of their burgeoning negro populations is grim most new employment opportunities are being created in suburbs and outlying areas this trend will continue unless important changes in public policy are made in prospect therefore is further deterioration of already inadequate municipal tax bases in the face of increasing demands for public services and continuing unemployment and poverty among the urban negro population three choices are open to the nation point we can maintain present policies continuing both the proportion of the nation's resources now allocated to programs for the unemployed and the disadvantaged and the inadequate and failing effort to achieve an integrated society point we can adopt a policy of enrichment aimed at improving dramatically the quality of ghetto life while abandoning integration as a goal point we can pursue integration by combining ghetto enrichment with policies which will encourage negro movement out of central city areas the first choice continuance of present policies has ominous consequences for our society the share of the nation's resources now allocated to programs for the disadvantaged is insufficient to arrest the deterioration of life in central city ghettos under such conditions a rising proportion of negroes may come to see in the deprivation and segregation they experience a justification for violent protest or for extending support to now isolated extremists who advocate civil disruption large-scale and continuing violence could result followed by white retaliation and ultimately the separation of the two communities in a garrison state even if violence does not occur the consequences are unacceptable development of a racially integrated society extraordinarily difficult today will be virtually impossible when the present black ghetto population of twelve point five million has grown to almost twenty one million to continue present policies is to make permanent the division of our country into two societies 
one largely negro and poor located in the central cities the other predominantly white and affluent located in the suburbs and in outlying areas the second choice ghetto enrichment coupled with abandonment of integration is also unacceptable it is another way of choosing a permanently divided country moreover equality cannot be achieved under conditions of nearly complete separation in a country where the economy and particularly the resources of employment are predominantly white a policy of separation can only relegate negroes to a permanently inferior economic status we believe that the only possible choice for america is the third a policy which combines ghetto enrichment with programs designed to encourage integration of substantial numbers of negroes into the society outside the ghetto enrichment must be an important adjunct to integration for no matter how ambitious or energetic the program few negroes now living in central cities can be quickly integrated in the meantime large-scale improvement in the quality of ghetto life is essential but this can be no more than an interim strategy programs must be developed which will permit substantial negro movement out of the ghettos the primary goal must be a single society in which every citizen will be free to live and work according to his capabilities and desires not his color End of section three.